This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Saturday Squeeze is your shortcut to being informed weekend style. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. This week on Saturday Squeeze, Claire, we've got cyclones, we've got Super Bowls, we've got a segment on news stories we have foreshadowed that have started to happen. That's what we're doing this week. (laughs) We do. Uh, We've also got a couple of book recommendations. We know from the survey that you very kindly did for us a couple of weeks ago, there's a lot of squizzers who are keen on some book suggestions. Yeah, we've got two coming at you in this episode. Let's get into it. Claire, every week we have a meeting about what we're going to put into Saturday Squiz and we, and by that I mean you and me and our team of Annalise and Lara, put forward our case for what we think the biggest story of the week will be. Claire, you usually nail it, but this week (laughs) we were both wrong. Yeah, it was a bit of a weird week in the news. I thought for sure that the tropical cyclone Gabrielle uh, would be the biggest story because it was sort of started on Sunday and went all the Mm. way through, but no, it was the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Super Bowl spent more time at the top of Australian news websites this week than any other story. And this kind of plays into something you wanted to talk about in this episode anyway with regards to Cyclone Gabrielle. So we'll get to that in a minute. But first, I feel like we better give the Super Bowl its dues. There's a couple of reasons why it was huge here in Australia. First of all, it was a very, very close game. That always helps. Mm. Second of all, there were two Aussies playing for the Philadelphia Eagles, Jordan Maialata and Aaron Sipos. That's super rare. Yeah, it was really incredible to have two Australians on the field. Uh, They're just the third and fourth Aussies to ever play in that Super Bowl, that big final that they have. So lots of local interest and Kate, of course, Rihanna. The third reason. She was the halftime entertainment. We know that show is as big as the game itself, of course. She hadn't performed live since the Grammys in 2018, so she used it to announce her second pregnancy as well, Claire. Yeah, and one of the really subtle things she did mid-performance was take out a little beauty compact and give herself a little dust-up. That was a subtle plug to her beauty line Fenty. Uh, At the end of the week, sales were up 390%. 390%. I wasn't one of those people that went out and bought that, were you? (laughs) Oh, <laughs> I don't think I've put makeup on since 2018. <laughs> Not really our vibe, but certainly that's the reason why the Super Bowl, all of those reasons combined was the reason why the Super Bowl was the biggest story of the week. For anyone playing along at home, the Eagles actually lost. Kansas City were the winners of that match. On Cyclone Gabrielle Claire, you were only early this week making the point that you would have expected this story to feature more prominently. Yeah, and I guess... You know, when you compare it to how we respond to our own natural disasters, the coverage that we see from that, Um, sorry Mm. the pun, but it gets saturation coverage, particularly when you look at the floods of recent times and the scale Mm. of tropical cyclone Gabrielle and the fact that it's just across the ditch, I think certainly warrants some pretty big attention. Yeah, and heading towards the back end of the week, it certainly is getting more and more prominent. As it stands, seven people have died. Heaps are missing. Thousands have been 
displaced. The thing to remember is before this cyclone, parts of the North Island, including Auckland, had already experienced some really nasty floods. So it's really just an awful time over there. Yeah, and it's not over either. There's more rain coming, particularly to those hardest hit areas in the Bay of Plenty and the Hawke's Bay region. And the cost is only just starting to be counted. There are homes that have gone, roads and bridges destroyed. And uh, as you say, a lot of people still to find. Yeah, one of the biggest websites over there is called stuff.co.nz. It's a really good resource and a way to to get across that. Of course, we also have quite a few Kiwis who listen to the Squiz, Claire. So just wanted to say that we see you and we hope you're safe. Into our new story. There's a couple of news stories we've been talking about this week, Claire, and we've sort of grouped them together. And the theme is something like the things that we said might happen have sort of started to happen. And that (laughs) begins with this defence strategic review. We foreshadowed a couple of weeks ago that that was going to land on the Prime Minister's desk and that's happened. Yeah, I'm loving these working titles that you're putting towards these segments, Kate. I think that's really... It's nice to bunch things together. Absolutely. And look, we don't (laughs) know what's in that review yet. Uh, It's largely classified because, of course, it's got a lot to do with our military. So uh, we just don't Mm. want that sort of stuff to fall into the wrong hands. But what Richard Miles, the Defence Minister, says is that there will be bits of that review that are made public. Uh, That will be released alongside the government's response and that will happen soon. Uh, It all plays into this sort of discussion uh, about whether we're ready for conflict in our region. It's a bit of a scary topic to even think about, Mm. but it sort of comes in this form and a discussion around China and whether it's going to forcibly retake Taiwan. China, of course, sees Taiwan as its territory and the US has promised that if that happens, it will step in and defend Taiwan. And if that happens, we're likely to go and support that. Yeah, of course, that AUKUS partnership announcement is starting to become clearer and clearer and why that's been put in place. A couple of takeouts from me in getting across this this week was that the same conversations are happening in the US. Are they capable of taking on China? The other part of this, um, and important to mention, because this is all politics as well, does the public want them to? There's been a bit of commentary around research that has suggested there's a disconnect between how seriously the public are taking the China threat compared to the government. And that means that the government's taking it more seriously. Yeah, exactly. And when you look at surveys, usually around times of conflict, uh, there is a lag about what the people think versus what the government know about Mm. how serious these things are. One survey showed about third support for a US-led response in the Pacific. Bit of commentary also around this balloon situation this week, Claire, that that has sort of helped Biden's cause perhaps Mm. because it's put a visual on that China threat for Americans. Yeah, exactly. Balloons over your territory kind of do galvanise and put a picture to exactly what they're talking about. But look, public support or not, the US is building up its capabilities in the Pacific. Uh, We're a part of that and it's something actually that we talked about quite a bit last year, uh, that includes our government redoubling their efforts to really sidle up and be good friends to our Pacific Island family. 
And I should put as an aside that you stopped me from going gung-ho talking about balloons again this week. We went a bit crazy <laughs> on that last week. So if people do want to get into the balloon discussion, listen to last week's Saturday Squeeze. We covered that quite extensively. UFOs coming up in a, a Saturday Squeeze coming your way. But in the meantime, the other thing that we talked about in light of this review was um, where we invest the tens of billion dollars we spend on defence each year. It looks like, Claire, there's a bit of a shift going on, more of a focus on Navy and Air Force and away from Army, that indicates that anything that might happen mightn't be a land battle, but instead require investment in things like drones and unmanned weapons. And that's where my knowledge of all things defence ends. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And on that, keep an eye on places like Darwin. Uh, Bolstering our northern bases is a big part of all of that. And speaking of the top end, another thing that happened this week was that the opt-out grog bans for those Indigenous communities in the Northern Territory will be reintroduced. And that's because the legislation to reinstate them passed the Northern Territory Parliament. We wanted to highlight this one because it was one of those massive, massive news stories that's Mm. kind of disappeared. And there are plenty of people at pains to say that this situation is not sorted. Alcohol is just one part of the problem. And interesting just looking across the news this week and trying to figure out how things are going in Alice Springs. It's a bit of a void at the moment. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, To round it all out, uh, stuff that we talked about that was going to happen that has happened. Um, Philip Lowe (laughs) has had a pretty big week. Uh, He made two appearances before parliamentary committees and he's a pretty cool cucumber. Uh, He got a lot of attention on his performance. Uh, He says that the criticism has been unfair, uh, but he certainly didn't back away from the task at hand, which is that interest rates will keep going up. Yeah, a lot of people saying, oh, are we done? Are we done yet? Are they stopping? But no, he basically said they they will keep going up. That's happening. Mm. Um, on that, the ball is really in Treasurer Jim Chalmers hands now about Lowe's future. He says a decision about offering him a contract extension um, in that role will be made in the middle of the year. That's a wrap on things we mentioned might happen that started happening. On to what's coming up. <laughs> A bit of a list for coming up this week. Firstly, Claire, on the topic of defence, tomorrow, the 19th of February, is the 81st anniversary of the bombing of Darwin. Yeah, and also in the diary for Monday, Aussies aged over 18 are going to get access to an additional COVID jab. Uh, There's, of course, Kate, you and I had that discussion about what jab are we up to. Uh, It can be easy to sort of really lose track of. But look, long story short on that, uh, Aussies aged over 18 will have access to an additional jab. Uh, The top line is if you haven't had a COVID vaccine or a positive case in the last six months, you're eligible for it. If you're under 30, that's a fourth shot. If you're over 30, it's a fifth shot. Uh, And what the experts say is go for one of the Omicron-specific mRNA vaccines. You're taking me right back to 2020, 21 with all this talk of vaccines. Mm -hmm. Vaccine types. I was one of those people who had no idea where I was up to. I had to jump on the app to check (laughs) how many jabs I had had. Quite a handy tool if you're like that. And then, of course, there's people who know exactly where they're up to and they'll be right on top Mm. of this. The other thing that's coming up this week is the first anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. That's on Friday. To mark that, Ukraine's ambassador to Australia and New Zealand will address the National Press Club. Yeah, and Zelensky and the ambassador have gone to great lengths to keep Ukraine top of mind. Um, The fear is that the outrage fades, that the support that they desperately Mm. need to repel Russia gets harder to muster. So expect to see a lot of them this week. Yeah, on to our recommendations now. 
Claire, I've been in a bit of a reading rut. We've actually talked about this a little mm. bit, you and I. Haven't been finding the time to pick up a book and it really sucks. Life is better with mm. a book as far as I'm concerned. So I've had a breakthrough this week and I'm halfway through a book. That's really great news. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave us hanging. What are you reading? Um, it's a biography. I tend to go to biographies when I, I – that's just kind of what I like. And it's Matthew Perry's biography. It was released last year. Of course, he's Chandler from Friends, if anyone out there doesn't know that. I feel like most you people might friends. know that. Pardon? Oh, man. Me and friends. You and... (laughs) (laughs) Me and friends, the whole world and friends, Claire. You're out there on your own Mm -hmm. as a non-friends lover. But, I mean, it's not about friends, actually. This book is a really devastating, really honest account of his addiction. And it's, um, it's really sad, but it's a really... Really good book. Yeah, I read quite a few excerpts mm. from that book when it came out. He's quite an interesting guy. So, yeah, no, I'll, I'll grab that one off you when you're done with it. Yeah, no um, the other book that's doing the rounds at the moment is a fiction uh, called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Uh, I haven't read that, Kate. I don't think you Not have yet, either. No. But, yeah, Lauren Jennings in our team, uh, she highly recommends it. Yeah, I really trust Lauren's judgment. Put that one on your list. And if you don't trust Lauren, Zoe Foster-Blake also recommended <laughs> it, Claire, on her Instagram last week. Okay. Maybe maybe people will take Zoe's recommendation, if not Lauren's. Um, we'll put a link to those in your episode notes. Uh, Claire, you've been, you've been watching, though. I have. So season two of Clarkson's Farm is out. Uh, he's been in the news quite a bit. He said some really nasty things about Meghan Markle. Uh, Amazon says that it's not going to make another series with him as a result. Uh, The problem is, if it's a problem, it's actually a really good show. (laughs) And look, it's about him being a farmer with his L plates on. It's it's just very funny and very interesting. And do you think everyone's supposed to know who Clarkson is? We're talking about Jeremy Clarkson, right? So Yeah, Jeremy, that's a good point to make. <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson, top gear fame. Yeah. He's a long-time car critic uh, and a big personality. Yeah, there's a few people in our office who have been raving about that show. Claire, mm. you also told us a story about him being a good friend of Camilla, the Queen Consort. Yeah, exactly. So she gave him some huge plaudits for that series. She says that it's put British agriculture in focus like no promotion campaign has. And uh, he says that he knows her because for years and years uh, she used to sidle up to him at these events and sneak a cigarette from him. (laughs) Do you think that's like their besties then? I think so. These very tight relationships form as secret smoking buddies. So it's pretty old school. school, But mm. jinx. Um, I think it's. Does vaping have the same effect? I don't know. I don't think it does. Either way, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Squeeze press today, a quick one. That's to let people know that might not be aware, we also have a Saturday Squeeze newsletter, Claire. Yeah, we do. So it has a lot of the stuff that we talk about here, uh, a lot of the recommendations, a few different things as well. Uh, It's got a really good wrap-up of the news of the week so you can see it in visual form as well as a bit of commentary and if you want to dive into some of those stories it's got the links so you can actually read a bit more. Uh, The point being it's been something that we've sent to everyone signed up to the Squiz Today newsletter each weekday morning Uh, and it's really now something that you can actually subscribe to on its own. Yeah I guess what we're trying to say is if you want to sign up or if you have a mate who you think might like to receive it um, you can just sign up to Saturday Squiz and receive that and that only every week. So we're putting a link to that in your episode notes. 
Yeah, just do it. It's really good and share it with your friends. <laughs> just do it. Just tell people about it and get signed up. <laughs> That's all from us this week, Claire. You're in Melbourne at the moment. I'm in Queensland at the moment. We might be back together next week. We'll see. <laughs> see how we go. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Have a great weekend and we'll be back next week. Thank you.